Did the Israelites sing? Well, we know they sang when they made it through the Red Sea, as they felt the first waves of fear retreat, the first waves of freedom beckon. And the women dancing with their timbrels. We know the Israelites sang when slavery gave way to redemption. But did they sing in Egypt? Did they sing on the days where it felt like there was no horizon, where all that lay ahead was brick after brick after brick? Did they sing in the evenings after their children went to bed, wondering if the world would look different for their babies tomorrow? Did they sing through the plagues, blood, disease, darkness? Did they sing on that final night? Was there beauty? Was there joy or possibility or hope? Was there music in Egypt? This Wednesday evening is the first night of Passover. We will ask, what is different about this night from all other nights? Where should we start? This Passover is different from any that I have ever experienced. Rather than gather in large groups of family and friends who are like family, we will stay at home, attending seders over FaceTime and video chat and Zoom. Maybe we have the supplies at home for all of our favorite Passover dishes, but maybe we don't. So there will be no matzah farfel or brisket, or perhaps even gefilte fish. Although, are we really sad about that one? And the stories from our Haggadah take on a new, almost surreal cast as we dip our fingers in wine glasses and speak of plagues, all the while feeling on the edge of our consciousness the sickness that has so quickly swept through our city, our state, our country, and our world. This is the most different Passover in my living memory. But it's not the first time for our people that Passover has been different. Different and hard and strange and sad. I think of satyrs marked in camps and in ghettos. Matzah eaten in medieval Spain with the curtains drawn tight. I think of how our early ancestors must have felt in the year after the temple was destroyed, when Passover was so very different. No place to bring a lamb for sacrifice. No way of knowing if the rituals would ever be the same. And I think, too, of the very first Passover, the night of the final plague in Egypt. Behold, Dor Vador, in every generation, we are told, we must see ourselves there. I see it now so clearly. I imagine that Moses, as he ordered his people indoors, preparing them for this final reckoning, felt the incredible weight of what was to come. 
And as the news spread from house to house, this people, weary from 400 years of enslavement, turned to one another in unity. The younger, stronger Israelites organized. Who would need food before the final plague forced everyone indoors? Who had lost their shelter and would need a place to stay? The elders of the community, the ones who had lived longest through lashes and hard labor, gathered the children to remind them they had seen horrors before and they would survive this. Maybe, even, there were a few Israelites who had received some kindness from an Egyptian or two over the years. I wonder if a few snuck an extra lamb to those enemies who were also human beings, instructed them where to paint the blood on lintel and doorposts. Thought of them as near midnight, they heard the cries begin. That very first Passover, when we were still slaves, there was no joyful gathering, no matzo ball soup, no opening the door for Elijah. The doors were locked tight. Our people, knowing that a great cry, such as had never been heard in Egypt, would arise, blew out the lights and held their children close. They marked their doors with blood. They prayed, please, source of life, keep my family safe through this night. Keep my neighbors safe, my friends, my people. And I believe, I know, somewhere deep in my bones that then our ancestors sang. First a whisper, then a hum, louder and louder, the song rising as voices of anguish and voices of prayer created their own strange and sacred music. I imagine that our people sang when they were most afraid and lost, hopeless and uncertain. I imagine they sang the words of our 118th Psalm long before any rabbi ordained that it would close the Hallel of a Seder. In darkness and plague, they gave voice to what we are all feeling. Min karatiya, anani bamerchavya. From the narrow place I called to God, God answered me from expanse. Adonai li lo ira maya aselia dam. God is with me. I will not fear. What harm can befall me? Here we are, early April, the Shabbat before Passover 2020, and I see more than ever why even if we have no one to gather with us, even if we are missing our favorite foods, even if we barely remember the order of the Seder, we need what our tradition gives to us, the chance to see our own story in the stories of our past, the chance to be reminded that times of fear and plague are not new to us, to Jews, or to humanity, but that such times will pass, they always do. And this holiday gives us the chance to sing, not just when we feel free, but when we feel enslaved. It gives us hope and the knowledge that even if we are afraid, even if harm does befall us, even if we feel we are in the narrowest of narrow places, there is a glorious, joyful, shimmering expanse beyond our narrow place that calls to us with the promise of togetherness, 
presence and freedom. Our people sang on their darkest, most different Passovers, and so can we. In the song here, there is hope. There is an answer from beyond this narrow place. And you are not alone. Min karatiya anani bamechavia min karatiya anani bamechavia Anani